Welcome back to another episode with your favorite Canadians, the hosers of the hard enduro. I'm Kyle and joining me here is Alex. Alex, how's how's life on the wrong side of an ACL injury? Oh, it's so sad. I'm, I'm getting pretty <laughs> down. But less than two weeks for surgery. Two weeks yesterday. First week of September? Yep, first week of September. So, Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. Did you look your surgeons up on Yelp again? <laughs> RaidMD.com. <laughs> Apparently doesn't have the best bedside manner, but does a pretty good job. I'm okay with that. That's okay. I don't need a surgeon that's going to hold my hand. I need him to do a good job. That's right. Need a good mechanic. Good mechanic, yeah. I don't care if he's a prick while he does it. It's got to be good. Just as long as he's good. That's the main work. thing. It's got to work. Hopefully this one lasts longer than a year and a half. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not even. Not You didn't even make it a year and a half on the last no, one? May 29th. Ouch. That's so brutal. Got, like most of a season and then a couple <laughs> months. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. Why'd you bring your tool bag in here? Well, we were thinking of uh, doing the old impromptu, not impromptu, what are the writing essentials? What do you bring with yourself? What do you have for gear? And uh, the spread. And I think yeah. this is a, a wide range depending on what you're doing and where you're going and what level you're at. Yeah. And like, I know I need tons of water and you never bring any water ever. I have a camel. Yeah. So that's worth talking about is the different backpack choices and yeah, your bum bag is what you like to run. Yeah, so I got a Scott, uh, I think it's the six days, it's got six days hip belt. Hip belt. Uh, hip belt. Uh, it's not a fanny pack. It's nope, a hip belt. It's a hip belt. Right? It's hip. It's cool. Cool <laughs> yeah. and hip. Yeah. Cool uh, and hip is your five panel hat. People didn't know I wore a five panel hat. <laughs> <laughs> they do now. They thought I was cool. I know. Yeah, so that. That's uh, what I rock. It's got a little uh, spot for a water bottle if I was going somewhere long. And it's a water bottle. There's no like bladder and hose or anything no, like that? No, I don't that. have any bladder and hose or anything. I usually use the water bottle water bottle holder for dry gloves because I hate wet gloves. That's my, my pet peeve. That's your thing? Yeah. Well, and I think wet gloves is what gives people blisters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You That's that why I get them going. every race. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think even maybe we should rewind it more to essentials being gear. Like, all right, yeah, you start we, starting your knickers and you're getting ready for a ride. Yeah. So I, I prefer Under Armour underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going a little further? We're, going, we're outside than that? Yeah, well, so <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go one level above that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, actually, maybe we can talk about my my stanky knee brace socks yeah. because if you're running knee brace socks start the feet yeah their feet i really do like my knee brace socks they're awesome they're great they're nice and spandexy but i had i actually got cleared out of my shop because of them last night <laughs> like, i don't it's gotta yeah. be the it's gotta you're, be the material i can't yeah. figure anything else out i've never you, had this you're before. talking about the stank when you were riding you're like oh it's all like something's burning on my yeah, bike or I coolant could, and I it, couldn't it was tell if it was couldn't tell if it was <laughs> coolant or animal shit on my pipe <laughs> or like i, I don't know Some what it was dang knee brace socks it's those dang <laughs> knee brace socks so did they walk themselves out to your shop or is that where you store them? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. So that's, uh, I've, <laughs> I've got a little spot where I hang up all of my gear out in the shop. Yeah. So my wife doesn't have to endure the, the stenches of the knee brace socks inside the house. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I have the knee brace socks. So they might the, need a little bit the, of a, a bleach wash. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to wash them again. It's like twice in a month. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> that often. This is going to be pretty crusty, I bet. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're crusty. <laughs> so, but anyways, they are FXR knee brace socks and they're awesome. Yeah. Holding up. How long have you had them? I have had them the entire season. Actually, like since January, and I rode once a month for the first three months there of the year, and then pretty regularly after that, they've been holding up good. Starting to get some wear in the bottom of the feet, but that's to be expected after probably 60 hours of riding. This is an interesting one. Uh, Pre-knee brace socks, I wore like snowboard socks. I was all about the, just that extra length, because your boots come up so high and everything kind of tucks in that I was always like, I don't know, I'm a... And before that, pro. I was, honestly, I had like a set of dress socks that I just dedicated to <laughs> to wearing in my boots with my... To the dank boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the old fungus holes. I don't... Oh, maybe maybe it's the combination of my CD boots and the FXR. Oh, the Italians so- don't play well with the Canadians? I guess so. I guess so, especially once you get some fluids in the mix. Yeah, some uh, some some beaver water, beaver fever. Yeah, some duck itch creek water. <laughs> Gross. I know, I know. Go south every time you say duck itch. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so knee brace socks, awesome. If you're running knee braces, which I recommend. Yeah. And which is which is one of those things. Like I think if you can afford knee braces, then they're absolutely the way to go. Yeah. I, I don't. I can't run without them now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, obviously like my bike basically fell over and tore my ACL. So I'm, Again, but I had my yeah. brace on. Yeah. Uh, they don't save the, the twisting. The twisting, unfortunately. Yeah. But I, I think my knee would be way worse without them. Like that was. For sure. And like you could have torn all your other. Everything else other, in there. Your other CLs in there. Yeah. <laughs> MCL, P- PCL, PCL is one. Yeah. So maybe before we start heading up the, uh, the old legs, the, uh, boots, why don't we give a quick, uh, like, I think boots, this are, is an I think interesting boots are one. mandatory. Like yeah, boots, you have to have boots. started, we were just wearing like the hiking boots, ankle support, like no runners, but. I came in late to the game, so I kind of knew that I had to buy boots right away. Yeah. So I bought Fox Comp 5s. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't recommend them. Yeah. And. Uh, Jacob ran the uh, threes, tech threes. I, I had two pairs of the tech threes. Yeah, they work pretty good. Yeah, they're uh, they're a good entry level boot. Yeah, I'd that's say. what I would say. Like, you I, guys uh, kind of got to a frequency of riding where they started to uh, to unravel on you. Yeah, and I find I'm really hard on soles of boots for some reason. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's the only reason I replace boots is yeah. because I start to feel the pegs in my bottoms of my feet. And I think Jacob had a pair of the comp threes. Just thinking of hard on soles of that. Com- was Tech threes or comp threes? Did I think they were comp? What was their f- his first boots that the Kickstarter on the WR? He put the Kickstarter through the boot. 
Oh, that was just that was just Tech Threes. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Sweetest so Alpen Star Tech Threes. So if you're a Kickstart only bike, uh, maybe not the Tech Threes. <laughs> well, not, not if you're Jacob and <laughs> yeah. Kickstart only. They were pretty good for me. I had the the All Terrain Tech Threes yeah. with the stitched on sole and went through. I wore through the sole, of course, and then I bought a set of the regular Tech Threes. Yeah, the flat sole MX. The flat sole, yeah. And I really preferred the stitched on sole. Yeah. I just felt there was more feel in there. It just felt like it was almost lower profile even. Yeah. So when I went and got spendy on some CDX3s, which are the budget CDs, I guess, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but they're super nice boots. And I really opted for the, the stitched on sole as opposed yeah. to the SRS system yeah. or whatever they have. So I've, I've been a Tech 7. That's all I've ever run. I like them. What if you had two pairs? Yeah. You're, you're easy well, I mean, on soles. Yeah, easy on soles. Usually what happens for me is like the uh, the bike wears through the insides, like right at the hinge uh, yeah. mechanism. Just below that, I seem to wear through the side of the boot eventually after like 300 hours. So many hours. So I don't know. They're good for me. Uh, the second set had the MX and I found the same thing. I, I liked my Enduro soles better. To Did just, you have, you had Enduro soles? Yeah, the first set were the KTM branded version of yeah. the Tech Sevens, and they had the Enduro sole, and the, uh, that was nice. I like that. I mean, I do a fair bit of walking around and cutting, and yeah, other goofing around in them, and I enjoyed that. I didn't I don't, on bike. Don't really notice a difference. I don't think. No like bike feel and the pegs and slipping off. Definitely. I, I think that's a wash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you've never had stitched on sole or anything, so you don't know. No, they're both the, the molded in yeah. sole. Yeah, and those are, like, those Tech 7s are, like, guaranteed to be comfy for anybody, I think. Yeah, I think they're a good middle of the road. Like, uh, there's definitely better boots. Like, the CDs, I'm, I'm sure, make a better boot, but that value balance, I don't know. They seem to work. Yeah, absolutely. didn't mind buying another set. And I've got fairly narrow feet, so that was something that I really wanted to sort out. Yeah. Like I was worried about getting boots that are too wide and then not being comfortable at all. That's what I found with the Foxes. They're all just, there's so much room in those there's toe so boxes. Yeah. And the balls of your feet, you're skating around so in So I there. wasn't having any of that. So I did quite a bit of research. And what I found was the, the Guernets were for wide feet and the CDs were for narrower feet. Yeah. I would say this is similar with Fox and Alpenstar, where Fox is the wider, and Alpenstar's a, yeah, a little bit narrower. Yeah, Alpenstar was still a bit wider than what oh, I... I would, yeah, I guess we could say the Alpenstar's average. Yeah, Fox I'd say is Alpenstar is pretty average, and it's kind of, it's going to fit everybody, I think, for the most part. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of why I ended up opting for the, the CDs and the stitched on sole, just because that's got a narrow foot and a nice low-profile toe box and all that hard plastic to hopefully be durable. Mm-hmm. But I've already wore through the soles of my CDs that I've got one season on now. <laughs> yes, I know. But the best part is CD sells replacement soles. Uh, so I'll probably buy the MX soles and then get them stitched on yeah. by a shoe cobbler. I don't know if there's any shoe cobblers around anymore <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think it's a cobbler. Cob- cobbler? Cobbler. Isn't, isn't there's an L in there? Yeah, there's an L in there. The old cobbler. Cobbler. What am I? Like I go for an apple cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> My wife makes a lovely peach cobbler. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but, that'd be good too. Yeah. Yeah, not as good as the shoe cobbler though that I need for to Get fix little, my boots. Drizzle that little bit of syrup over top of the, uh, the old crust. <laughs> little maple yeah. syrup. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so much 
mouth-watering over on that side of the table. Oh, man. Okay, so moving up from feet, we'll skip the dank socks because we're thinking yeah, of so we know beautiful about cobbler. Uh, knee braces, I think they're like... Knee pads, uh, at least, at the very least. Absolutely, yeah. So early on, uh, this will stitch in, or <laughs> stitch in. Uh, yeah, talking about my boots still. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, so the, I wanted to, early on, saw the value in knee protection. So I went with the Dakar pants, the earlier versions where they had the sewn in pockets for knee pads and ran the D3O um, like inserts in those. These little foam inserts? Yeah, they're like that um, non-Newtonian. Yep. So when they get hit, Impact they foam. stiffen up. Yeah. Yep. So I ran those in there and I just wanted pants that every time I put them on, I had the knee protection there. So it was never like, there's never a laziness where I was going like, oh, I'm just going out for a little easy ride and yeah. not going to wear my knee pads and then boom, your knees are wrecked. Yeah. Like not wrecked, but you skidded on them or... Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem Nothing to take... Nothing worse than landing your kneecap on a rock. Yeah. It doesn't seem to take much of like a gravel sized thing on the road and you just kind of yeah. kneel on it and you're like, ah. And even if you like, you got to tinker on your bike, you're uh, adjusting your jetting or something and you kneel on the ground. It's so nice to just have knee pads in there. Definitely. And I'm with you. I think that at least some type of... And that's I think, pretty... That's pretty thin. Like, that's not a whole bunch of knee pad, but it's something. Yeah, they're like three quarters of an inch oh, thick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. And they cover, they go down from your boot to, I don't know, like four inches above your kneecap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they were pretty, but, they were uh, large. Yeah, I would recommend now, like, minimum a hard plastic version. Yeah. I had the, before my knee braces, I had the, the Liat Axis knee pads. Yeah. yeah. So they had a little shin plate, a thigh plate, then it's like, separate own little... Yeah. kneecap plate with the dual hinge and that worked really good i'd say those are probably the next best thing to, yeah um to knee braces because yeah. you do get tons of protection all around your knee like or even on the side and whatnot which yeah. is really nice yeah i see value in the thigh protection too like the number of times you take a bar end to like your upper thigh and you get that yeah that charlie horse like that's worth it definitely I think that's something i'd look for yeah. in a, and you went right from your coming into the sport and you're just rocking the like, the car hearts and yeah, then you know, if leveling up, like you should look into some pads and like you're saying, so yeah, I think the extra value you if you're buying some off the shelf, get the uh, get the quad coverage. budget at least a thousand dollars for gear if you're getting yeah. into, yeah, I think that'd get you a good kind of like a whole bunch of thousand dollars is gonna get you helmet, boots, pants, yeah, knee pads, yeah. I mean, there won't be a whole bunch left over, but. I think that's something that needs to be budgeted into uh, purchasing a bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no point in going full scrag and Levi's and a flannel. Yeah. Yeah. And Dunlops. No, it's not worth it. No. You know, for a skid. It doesn't, like, it just doesn't take very much. And you get aggressive and you're going so fast so quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like, without even thinking about it. And we've all so, got to go to work on Monday. Yeah. All right, so let's move out a layer from the knee pads and talk pants because this I think this is gonna. This was hard. This is where we're gonna. I'm like, sp- yeah, I don't. I don't know what the answer is. I'm pretty hard on my gear, so I don't know if there's a better way. I get, well, why don't we start with you? Your this like your uh, your pants are. So my first pair of pants. Story. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. My first pair of pants were Thor ones. They were like zip-off, cargo pocket, off-road, overboots. You had overboots? I did. But I switched to in-boots when I bought actual MX boots. Oh, uh, once you got rid of the hikers? Yeah. Okay. And they fell apart. Like the pockets fell, they just disintegrated. I didn't really, Yeah. I wouldn't recommend them. But I mean, that was also like seven years ago now. For sure. I mean, hopefully pants have come a long way. Yeah, things only get better with time, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, uh, the dick car pants we were talking about, the in-boot. Climb to cars. Climb to cars. When they had the sewn-in pockets and those, I don't know, those were great. I still have them. They're starting to come apart now. I still like, you know, six years of riding later, like five five years, 2016, I bought yep. those. And they've been through a trials bike and I think I even raced in them when like, yep. I, uh, they've been great. And the only thing that's come apart is the leather in leg, like to guard yep. you from burning and melting the pants from the pipe. If you rode a four stroke. Yeah. Which yeah. I did at the time. Oh, you did too? Yeah, because I was 500 days when I bought them. And uh, yeah, that just a little bit of that stitching has come apart. And other than that, they're they're still perfect. Like there's, I think there's a little bit of a melt on the shin of one from lifting somebody's bike. Yeah. But other than that, like from normal riding, they're they're perfect. There's no tears. And then you just opted for a, a new fancy set because you could? Yeah, and then I had... Only ruined what the one pair of pants for so long. So I was like, oh, these, I don't know, these work. And then got another pair of those in, I think, 2017, 2018. 2018, like I mid, would say. Mid, yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably 2018. Yeah. Another set of the blue and orange Dakars and the jersey that matched. And they've been good. They have, I think they have one little spot where a peg caught me on the outside against the knee brace. Yeah. Which I'm sure you're gonna gonna dive into the yeah, we'll get into knee that. braces versus pants. Uh, uh, but other than that, they're they're still in great condition, and I'm pretty sold that they are the pant. I would say they're, they're the best of the best. They're the best. Like they're not cheap. Uh, or can we drop uh, some four nine action here? Huge yeah, fans. I think we will. We are huge fans. Shopping. Yeah. Uh, but when they get the new line, I mean, pre-COVID, when the new line of climb stuff came out with the old stuff went on clearance and i think these pants like if you buy last year's dakar line on clearance that's i don't think you can get better bang for your buck no and i think i think they're 200 bucks on sale off of about 270 265 or something yeah so 200 bucks for a pair of pants that lasted me like five years i mean well that did last me five years which is money well spent huge yeah and that's uh, yeah that's i don't, don't want to say it's worth it but it's I, I think it's the best it, option. Yeah, it is probably the best option. But if you're getting in, if you're getting into it and you're not sure, then, you know, just get the the XC lights or something. I mean, Jacob has had terrible luck. He's just had them fall apart and they just shredded. He, yeah, but, but he also went sliding down the road at 60. Yeah, I know he did. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of my pants story. Yeah, that's We're, it. Cue it up, good, Kyle. You've yeah, gone through story. way more pants than I, I have. I went through so many pants. So, I had some overboot Fox Legions. Yeah, yeah, let's dive into. Can we just go over versus in? Just a really quick your thoughts on the two, because you have more experience with running both overs and ins. Yeah, so I ended up. I tried both because I like the idea of having an overboot pant. Yeah, keep all the dust and gravel and yeah, all keep those the boots sticks. in better shape. 
Yeah. But I found that I found that they actually slid down on my waist a lot. Yeah. I guess there's just all that weight was just like hanging off my yeah. waist and they're coming down. So I didn't enjoy that. But they would also get snagged on my on my pegs. Yeah. If I was like in the brush or something and it's really tight and I just wanted to like get my foot off quick, there's a good chance I was gonna snag my pants. Yeah. Which was like trying to put your foot down and yeah. it catches the peg and then your foot doesn't make it to the ground and you fall over. And then I fall everything to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened multiple times. Yeah. And then I went well, I had some briefly ill fitting foxes that were a little bit too big. They were in boot for quite a while there or for yeah. a little bit. And then I opted for the Fox Legions, which were the outer out of the boot pants. And they were decent. The only, my biggest issue was that the stitching came out of them. Yeah. Like in the crotch area and whatnot. And yeah, so I think like the material is still fine. They just fell apart because the seams unraveled on me everywhere. Yeah. And that, I, that's, Which is not You seem to cool. see that a lot with Fox stuff. Yeah. So and they seem to have their two lines the, now where they're trying to push like this, the high end Legion where they're using fancy fabrics, but you still, still stitching. You is, still seem to hear yeah. that it's the stitching. That's the problem. Definitely. And the worst part about Fox for me is it fits so damn good. Oh. It fits so good, but I know that it's the right shape, but you just can't spend it. I just it. can't do it. Like, and for the money that it is, like it is competitive money. Yeah. For oh yeah, they're the, not the climbs and the yeah. FXRs and whatnot, but they just don't hold up, in my experience. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so then I went over. Oh, I actually got some forty dollar climb to car pants. Yeah, from uh, from a Yamaha shop in Saskatchewan somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> they're on closeout. They just had a big rack of these things. They've been on closeout for like six years, though. I think. So yeah. I don't know what the deal is there. There were some old, they, they predated my Dakars by yeah. a generation, like first generation Dakar pants, I think. And they were good. Yeah. They were, they were a little bulky. Like they were a little like pretty billowy for my taste. Yeah. I do prefer. Well, that was the style 20 years ago. It was the style 20 <laughs> years ago. But I do prefer like more slim fitting, slim fitting gear now. Yeah. And, but yeah, th- so they were a bit on the bulky side. They did hold up really good. And I actually just threw them out like recently. Yeah. So they lasted four years, I guess, of fairly regular wearing. And then I got some Scott pants donated to me and those worked out really well. What was that Scott line? I don't know. Uh, Yeah. They were pretty good. They were off-road pants. They held up pretty good, actually. They had a pocket and everything and they had like some, some rubber on the front of the knee part, which was super handy. Yeah. And they were good up until I went sliding down the trail at 50. Yeah. And then I kind of shredded the the pants along the side where my knee brace was. Yeah. And that is the big downside of knee braces with pants is it's such a hard contact area on the inside of the pant. So when you get any abrasion-y stuff on the outside, yeah, it really just kind of shreds. Yeah, well, and like, there's like on the other side, there's only so much you can do too. Yeah, and, and what are you gonna do? Like not crash or not wear knee braces? Yeah, no. but that's I mean, even we were talking the just knee guards uh, or knee pads that even then, like getting the hard plastic out, you're in the same boat. You're in the like same if boat. You fall. It's true. Like it's either that or you. I guess you could wear soft knee pads, but it's just yeah. it's gonna transfer through. 
totally. And no knee pads is definitely not worth it because then it's just your knee shredding after the pants shred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pants might hold up, but your, yeah. your knees won't. Yeah, it's a good reinforcement yeah. area though to get pants when you're looking at them if they have extra on yeah. both the inside and outside around the knee brace. Yeah, absolutely. And Liat actually makes, I think they uh, make pants with a IKS integrated knee brace system. Yeah, which is I think it's just supposed to help. Yeah, help with that be a little tougher on the inside and the outside. Um, but yeah, so after the Scots, I was happy with them. They're fairly slim fit. Yeah, I like that. They were done. So I spent. We still haven't spent all that money, much money on pants yet, except for the Fox Legions, which were a big disappointment. <laughs> so one one winter, I found on Fort Nine found. A pair of $50 moose pants. Oh, moose racing. Moose. Here we go. I know. The worst part is they lasted really well. Yeah. They held up? Yeah. It's like so the they... first moose product to hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they ch- I bought them, rode them for a season and a half. And the funny thing about them was they had, like, a lot of initial wear, but then they seemed to plateau. Yeah. Like, they got a little bit, like, some of the stitching in the knee came apart um, where the little rubber logo was. And some of the some of the stretchy fabric kind of got pulled and te- torn. But after that, the, the initial wear, they held up quite well, yeah. actually. And so far, I'm still not convinced that expensive pants are the way to go if I can get a new set of 50 to $80 pants every season. Yeah. And so do you want to share what model those moose ones were? I don't know what they were to be honest. Yeah. It's it's been that long. Well, yeah. Well, I I just threw those away too with my, with my climb pants the other, the other day when I got my fancy new FXRs. Oh, and how those working out? They were really good. Were. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, that, that was quite the, uh, Quite so I've had, there. I've had three rides on them now. Ooh, okay. Yep. So they fit really good. Yeah. The super thick leather on the inside of the knee, super stretchy in the thigh area, and yeah. like plenty of venting. Nice, nice fabric on the seat of the pants. They're really good quality. It looks like mesh kind of on the back of the leg. And yeah, so recently I kind of was on like a tougher climb with lots of broken rock and stuff. I'm not really sure where this happened, but I got like a few tears down the right side of my leg and I'm a little bit disappointed Yeah, because I've had three rides on $200 pants. You get let down by the money again. And eh? now they're not. Yeah. Now they're getting, now they're getting torn up. I like, I think, I don't know. It is, it's not the, the seams or anything that are coming apart yet after three rides. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't really know how I feel about them. They fit super good. Yeah. Like I'm super happy with the fit. And that's kind of why I opted for those as opposed to the Dakars. Yeah, that's, I would say mine are a little bit on the baggier side of a fit than I would typically go for. But I like that they're stretchy. The older decline or the older Dakars I had were kind of a, a tighter fit. Yeah. And not quite as stretchy. For sure. So that's that was my kind of toss up. I was waiting for the climb to cars for a long time to come back in stock at Fort Nine. Yeah, but then I thought, ah, well, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll support a Canadian company, which FXR is that I recently found out with Jason Hamburg's 
yeah. episode. And uh, so, yeah, so I bought a set of them. Funny story, actually, I bought them from Dirt Bike Bits in Europe. <laughs> so they shipped them from Canada to Europe and then shipped them back to me, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so overall, I'm fairly happy. I'm just a little sad that they're kind of torn already yeah. in the knee and just above the boot on the one side. But we'll see how we'll see how they last. Yeah. That was a long walk for pants. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're on the same page where we're both like stretchy. Yeah. Tough. And the other thing was slim. I wanted I did want a pocket again. I wanted at oh. least one pocket. Yeah. Cause my moose pants didn't have them because they were motocross pants, obviously. And that was one thing I really missed. I'm fully on the pocket. Like just for a phone and a snack bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and the nice thing, the other thing I did like about the FXR was it's kind of on the like the upper thigh, yeah. As opposed to the Dakar pants, where it's kind of lower on the side of the leg, where you put your phone right up against your knee brace. Yeah, and we know how all that goes with yep. the ground and knee braces and anything in between them. Yeah, you end up with a a banana shaped phone. Yeah, are you talking from experience? Oh yeah. Yeah, iPhones and Android, uh, was it a Pixel 3? They both, Pixel, they bend. They, yeah. they both form to my knee braces. Oh, no. Yeah. That's sad. So anyway, so that's that was the other option why I opted for the FXRs. Yeah. So they had a lot of things going for them that I liked. So snack bars, bring that up. Do you have a, a go-to snack bar? What are, you, what are you packing? I do, I did. So I'm a fairly big fan of RX bars. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. And... I ro- I used to eat Cliff Bars like they were going to style. Yeah. The only thing is they're pretty sweet, but they made me so damn thirsty all the time. Yeah. And I found that these RX Bars, which are just like pretty basic, they're like dates and eggs, eggs. and almonds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're really basic. Super basic. We're not sponsored by them, but. No. I was. No. I thought you were going to say something else so that we could have different options, but I'm also on the RX Bar train. <laughs> Like, yeah, they're good. <laughs> they are good. What, what? Costco for Canadians. Costco. Yeah, yeah. Cheap, bulk, yeah. Totally. So I usually get a couple of boxes of them whenever I'm at Costco. Yeah. Costco's American too, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I think so. I wonder if they have the same stuff. Yeah. Any uh, Americans out there, send us a uh, listening, drop us a message on Instagram at Hosers or visit us on our website, hardendurohosers.com. Leave Ooh, us a voicemail. Let us know. Yeah. You got RX bars or what, what's your favorite bar? What are you guys packing for snacks? We're big fans of snacks. I also like cookies. Here's up with the snacks. Uh, Trail mix is a good one. I like soft, chewy cookies. Do you? That's that's the thing. Trail mix is good too. I agree. You get a lot of calories in there, but definitely get a nice, soft. All about that calorie. You get a nice, soft oatmeal and uh, raisin cookie in your pocket that isn't like smashed to bits. For sure. So. Well, pick me up. Yeah. For when you're picking up your bike because you're sad. (laughs) Because you're stuck in a creek. <laughs> yeah. And your boots are wet. Yeah. Making your socks all stanky. Mm-hmm. Got that stank. <laughs> <laughs> so, next. Next up. Ooh, yeah. chest protection. Yeah. Let's start at the base layer on the, the torso. So, what do, you, what do you run? So, I'm running the, I think it's the Airlite D3O, and I got the full sleeve with 3DF? the- 3DF? 3DF. Yes. Yeah. Liat, wow. Liat Airfit 3DF. Yeah, and it's the... You got the whole jumpsuit. Yeah, I went for the whole, like, the long sleeve t-shirt that had the forearm protection and shoulder protection and then the front and back. And the elbows, right? Yeah, so I said, like, the forearm, oh, forearm yeah, yeah, wrap yeah, around yeah. the elbow. And I 
the elbow ones, I also like liking the tighter fit jersey. And the way I fall, I I very rarely let go of the bars. And it's kind of one of those strange things where I end up like in front of the bike or something or twisted around. And so I ended up taking those out. Might I just be why found, you're doing your ACLs all the time. So yeah. You put your hands out. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, so between the, the, the tighter fitting jerseys and never really actually taking any hits to my forearms, I end up taking those out and I enjoy the shoulder ones because I find, especially in terrace with the tight trees pivoting, I catch a lot of stuff on my shoulders. Yeah. I've got designated terrace jerseys now. Yeah. They're just shredded in the shoulders. Yeah. There's like this like top of your bicep over your yeah. shoulder that just seems to get ripped up. Uh, so I, I kept those in and I think doing it again, I'd probably get the t-shirt one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like it. It fits good. Um, the other thing I'd say is that I find it a little rough, like some serious chafing going on. I always have to throw on like a, an <laughs> athletic. Tape, tape the nips? Tape the nips or uh, <laughs> an athletic shirt, like throw on the Lulu's. <laughs> no, some kind of athletic shirt that's like, you know, moisture wicking. Because I find that it has like all these little laser burn or melted holes in it for <laughs> ventilation. And they're really, they're just adding coarse sandpaper to sandpaper. it. Like It's just the coarse <laughs> grit that's shredding my skin. Yeah. I put it on the other day without a t-shirt because I forgot one. I was like, oh, this will this will be okay. Yeah. And uh, I think I walked like 10 feet in it. And I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, off it comes. I'm like, screw this. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm just going to be bleeding. <laughs> it takes exfoliation to a whole new level. It yeah. wrapped in the 60 grit. For sure. So, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, I like it. Uh, the flexibility, I don't find overheating. Protection-wise, the that D3O. 3DF. Yeah, but... Oh, the D3. The yeah, D3 is the, the actual like pads that are yeah. in there. And I find it to be really good, like a, a good balance, especially on the upper body where you need that extra flexibility to move. I think there's a good balance between protection and restriction. And absolutely, if you get into the restriction side where you're restricting your movement, you're probably more likely to have larger crashes. But you still, like, I'm not suggesting that you should ride naked either because you're faster. <laughs> I think yeah. that that stuff hits a, a nice balance for me where you're you're quick and you can move, but you're still protected. And in our riding style, we don't get much roost either. No. We get we get a bit sometimes. Yeah. When friends are being assholes. Yeah. But like but other than that, like it's pretty reasonable and Yeah, it's more for the jail pokes and stuff. Yeah. It's not for the the bullet rocks. Yeah. But yeah. So what do you, what do you got going on? Give us your rundown. What are you what are you packing? So I have the 3DF airfit as well. But I opted for the vest. Yeah. So that's just the chest and the back protection. It yeah. doesn't have the shoulders it's or like anything. The wife beater looking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but unlike the delicate flower across from me, I do not wear anything underneath the vest. You go full chafe? I go, I just raw dog underneath. Oh, do you, you got enough fur to, uh, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Maybe I just got them callous nips and yeah. it just, yeah. it just holds up, but I think it's fine. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I used to wear like an undershirt or something underneath, but I have since foregone said undershirt yeah. just cause it's too hot yeah. to have too many layers. So I just started wearing no nothing. reason to, 
No reason to pack that stank with you. No reason to pack that around. You already with got me. the socks. Yeah. So I prefer the laser melted holes. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of that, all of that airflow that comes along with it. Maybe that's why you're so soft and smooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exfoliated. Yeah. I'm exfoliated. Yeah. Yeah. All the chest hair just gets combed the whole ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's what I ended up with. I I tried yours on and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So that's. That's why I opted for the vest, though, because I really don't get my arms injured ever, really. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I opted. I was thinking about the T-shirt, but then I just decided against it because my shoulders don't ever take that much abuse unless I'm in Terrace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's that. And, uh, but yeah, I've had, I've had the Fox regular old roost deflector as well. I had that at the beginning. Yeah. And that was pretty good. But I really do enjoy having my chest protector underneath the jersey. Yeah. Just for a cleanliness aspect even. You can always peel your jersey off and then toss it in the wash. Yeah. And the chest protector stays nice yeah. and clean. And you ran a Liat backpack. Yes, thing with for a while. the built-in chest protector. Yeah. In front. I can't remember the name of it now. I, it's been so long. It's been so long. It was good. When I f- that was my first chest protector, and it was just a hard plastic outer. And I just, again, trying to build in things where when I put my bag on, my chest protector went on automatically. So you, just, you couldn't be lazy and not. There's no like, oh, I don't need that for this ride. I just always had it. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, that's kind of my common mentality, trying to for sure make sure that I wear essentials. And the nice thing was that it fit. Together yeah. really well, like the chest protector being part of the straps and your yeah, harness good. system on the backpack. They've since changed the design of that bag because uh, it had the Velcro on the top still to hold it on, which was awful. Every time you wanted to take it off, you had to undo the Velcro and then pull it through the little loop and then swing it open so you could undo the buckle. Uh, and it was just Yeah, it got super clunky and they've since gone to a buckle on the top, which is really nice. Oh, that's way better. So, yeah. Their backpack is quite a bit bigger now too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's like a kind of a fairly different system. I, I like where backpacks have gone, where you have that sent one center clip, and yes. they, they almost cross on your body instead of like the two arms with the sternum strap. Yeah, yeah, the belly strap's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I don't know, they just seem to stay in yeah. place far better than any other backpack. Yeah. Like, I think this is starting to cross over to mountain biking too. Yeah, the, definitely. Like just backpacks and. Trail building. I use that same bag for trail building because it's so comfy. Anyway. And full range of motion. Full range of motion. But I know that we brought up backpacks. It's, she's, We're gonna here comes your shameless plug. Here it comes. Best thing you ever bought. Oh, man. Got. The Climb Knack Pack Backpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, Kyle. Oh, it's, how, how you it's, love it? it's the perfect size. And you have the newest one with the little phone holders in yep. the straps. Yeah, so I've got the newest version. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all black. Yeah. The tool Three, pouch is super it accessible. It came with handy. a tool pouch, which is super handy. Yeah. So I was able to put my KTM kit in there with some extra goodies, some JB Weld yeah. and zip ties. And as like uh, a person who rides around with you, it's super nice where you don't even have to take your bag off. You're just like, hey, do you want to grab my tool pouch? You don't have to explain like, oh, it's in this pocket and someone digging your back. Yeah, exactly. Just clip and here it is and yeah. you're away you go. For sure. And the nice thing is that about the Climb Knack Pack backpack is oh that 
is that it does have two sections. So there's like a main body part and then there's, um, there's kind of a, like an outer pouch area, Yeah. but you can put, uh, like the tool pouch, you can put your jacket and stuff in between them with the, they're all held together by mesh or something. And it's, it's super handy. So your backpack is one size, but then you can actually, you can start like adding stuff to the outside and it holds quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's about a 14 or 15 liter backpack altogether. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it comes with a three liter water bladder and it's got the nice center clip and yeah. yeah. So, I, I guess- love it. It's good. The only downside is the, um, the straps kind of loosen off over time. So I think I've got to get those into a happy spot then just get them sewn. Just throw a little loop stitch in there. and Yeah, get them sewn so they don't don't yeah. loosen off over time. So maybe uh, we'll just tie this back around to essentials because we're giving a rundown on what we run. But if you were a new rider, I would strongly suggest a t- chest protection and back protection, at least back protection. Yeah. It'd be so easy to fall off at a high enough speed that you, you land on a rock bad on your back. Like, yeah. Or yeah. I would say back protection as a minimum, Definitely. as an essential. And you know, like there's so many times where I kind of, I'm on the side of a hill and I fall backwards against a tree or something like that. Yeah. And it's very easy to hit your back. Yeah. You get those little, uh, little pokers off the side of a tree yeah. that broken off branches. Last thing a guy needs is to get one of those in between a vertebrae. Yeah. A couple of vertebrae. Vertebrae. Another, some of the Liat bags come with a back protector built into them too, just as a, a combo option. But as a minimum, uh, yeah, I, w- I would say back protection. And then as far as bags, like we were kind of throwing around what different rides, kind of different requirements. And if we're riding in an area that's very close to our truck, you generally, uh, I don't bring my hip belt. Like I, no. I like to be light and just cruise around. Yeah, if we're, if we're kind of just like a, if you can push your bike back to your truck in 10 minutes, then yeah, totally. I, and I, I find don't bring any tools. I forego my backpack if we're close to the truck and it's in cooler temperatures. Yeah. So I'm a person that does go through a pile of water yeah. typically, especially when it's over 20 degrees outside. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'll typically bring my backpack just for the water at that point. But if it's close then and cooler temperatures, I'll definitely leave it. And yeah. But yeah, but no, absolutely. And I think like backpacks are one of those things that you need to decide what you're doing as far as the riding goes, how far away you're going to be from your truck and what, uh, yeah, what all you want to bring on that ride. Like I know for you, you really don't care about bringing anything. And I like bringing everything. I like having all the tools. I like the extra spark plug. I like... I like having so, enough stuff to get me out of a jam if I'm ever in a jam. And I haven't really thrown this out there, but a part of I'm a, I'm a minimalist. Like, what is the minimum amount of stuff I need to bring? Because yeah, from some mountaineering experience beforehand, that they have a saying that uh, bring a bivy and be bivy. Where if you bring extra weight, you're going to be slow and need it. Yeah, and I've kind of applied that, and I know that. You guys are packing a lot of extra stuff, so... Yeah, Jake was bringing <laughs> a full bolt kit. <laughs> yeah. So, I like, I have a few of the most common bolts that are yeah. in the problem area. So if I lost, like, uh, my rear brake linkage, the, the bolt that goes yeah. through that kind of uh, joint, 
have one. I have one. Uh, it's not a thing, but I don't have a full bolt kit. Yeah, no. And uh, I have a spare spark plug. I have one tire iron and then the KTM other tire iron. It's like the bare minimum, but part of running mooses and stuff like that is you don't I need- don't need an air pump. I don't have a plug kit. I don't have a patch kit, like trying to ditch all that stuff. Uh, so I try to do like the bare minimum. And the other thing is I work, generally when I work on my bike, I work out of my toolkit. So I know that like tool wise, everything's there, but it's the bare minimum. If I don't, if I don't use it out of my toolkit to work on the bike, it's not in there. Yeah. I take it out and like chuck it. For sure. Cause the, the KTM toolkits, I think there's a spark plug wrench and there's a pair of like tube pressed wrenches that they don't fit anywhere as far as I'm can, I'm aware on the bike. The yeah. Sherco one came with a whole bunch of stuff that I was like, what is this for? And yeah, tried it's, to it's find the a, generic kit for all of the Shurkos. Yeah, and tried to find a bolt that it would fit on and couldn't. So I was like, okay, throw it over the shoulder. Like, yeah. I don't need to pack that. Definitely. And I've actually, I've done that as well. I had, I had the KTM toolkit, and then I had like a couple, like an extra 10 mil or an extra 8 mil for those yeah. times where you have an 8 mil, yeah. 8 mil bolt head and then an 8 mil nut. Yeah. But then... Later on, I think that was just this past winter, actually. I was like, what actually do I need in here? Yeah. And yeah, there was like KTM wrenches that I just didn't need. Yeah. It was like a uh, nine mil wrench or something in there. Yeah, the with, spoke wrench. I hacked the spoke wrench. I'm like, well, you don't need okay, it. one of two things. Either I catch the loose spoke in my shop or I've ridden far enough and it hasn't fallen out. It's not going to fall out on the way back. Yeah. Like. Exactly. It's in the not worst a case, it did the pliers out. Yeah. yeah or something. Even if it takes an extra 15 minutes. Yeah. The odd time you might yeah. ever possibly never even need it. So, so, so yeah, so I did do that, but that's, that's where I'm yeah. at. I always carry spark yeah. plug and stuff just because, I don't know, I get stressed out being stranded or yeah. somewhere. Yeah, so I guess the idea of your essentials, your base kit changes depending on what your ride is, like where you're going, what your exposure is, how far your push is back to the truck. Absolutely. And what are the foreseeable stuff? I guess if you're riding in the dunes and you're an hour away from your truck, you're probably not worried about a tire patch kit because the likelihood of getting a flat, like, you know, it's not there. But if you're out riding a shale slope. But you may want that three liter bladder with you. Yeah, exactly. But if you're out on like a giant shale slope and you're going to slice your tires, then, you know, mooses or, uh, or a tire kit, tire levers, all that. Yeah. So. Jerseys. I think that's a big part of this whole episode even is just like buying for what you're riding. Yeah. Like, I don't think you need to like, just look up and see what everybody else is using. Well, you should do that, but don't buy stuff just because you figured that's the stuff you should buy. Yeah. And and, you know, if you're a beginner and you're riding around in a farmer's field locally that you can see your truck. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you need a backpack. I wouldn't call nope. that an essential. Nope, definitely. But I would still say back protection, chest protection, some kind of knee pads, pants, boots. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. you don't want to get poked, and you don't want to get burned. Yeah, yeah. Or roll an ankle, all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you ju- feel about jerseys? I these are my throwaway. I consider jerseys to now be a consumable. I absolutely agree. I want to look fresh and I only need to look fresh for they get until you throw them away. Even if, uh, yeah, even if they don't rip, they just get so filthy and stained that they look awful. Yeah. <laughs> my white Thor one. It was yeah. so nice, but it was so gross at the end. So like I have that climb Dakar Jersey. That's like, it's like woven fishing line and it's pretty warm, but I don't, 
there's no tears in it. So I've had yeah. it for like four years, zero yeah. tears, amazing quality. I think it was like $70. I wouldn't do that again. Yeah. It's not my favorite jersey. I like $25 cheapies. Yeah. My thin ones that are a good fit. Um, you had those, the Thor prime, the prime fit. fit. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I think that was and a I'm good, sad like that the it stretchy had to turn tight in, arms. Yeah. I'm sad that I'd turn into a terrace Jersey, honestly. Yeah. Cause I tore the shoulders out of it. Yeah. But I really like, I think they're the Thor prime pro I think is what that model is called now. Yeah. And I would absolutely buy another one. Unfortunately, they're $70, $75 regular price. Oh, you killed it for me. I thought there would be a cheapo of good No, but option. I bought mine for $25 on sale. Oh, uh, okay. So that's a, yeah, a so sale shopper. So that's something that you, yeah, you get that off of the closeout rack. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I loved it. Like, that was my one Thor purchase that I didn't regret at all. I also enjoy the retro jerseys. Yes. Like, Still like a good fitting, but the retro colors and then definitely I mean, uh, my old Dick Car pants are just straight black. So really you can wear anything with them. Yeah. Not that we're against mismatching. No. Kyle's the king of mismatch. Like I know. I try to avoid it now. Oh really? I was you like, go matchy matchy? Yeah. Before you'd be like, wow, I wonder if he like just threw that in or just pulled well, out. Well and sometimes like draw. sometimes they definitely do. And that's what I want to do when I recently just kind of replaced all my gear. Yeah, so trying to get some And that was what pairs. I wanted. I wanted like a fairly basic pant. And uh, like I originally wanted just the all black Dakars. So I could run any jersey I wanted. Yeah. And it was going to be, it was going to be okay. Yeah. But I ended up with the FXR, which is black and high-vis yellow. Yeah. Which I love high-vis yellow. Mm-hmm. So now, actually, I run, I just got a SC Racewear. Actually, give them a plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. SC Racewear got a... Some, some Canadian bros. Some Canadians, yeah. They're up in Grand Prairie, actually. Oh, yeah. That's I not know. even that far from here. Not even that far. More hmm. more north here, I think. Yeah, a little bit more north. A yeah. little bit east. For sure. But anyways, so I went with the Canadian option. I got Canadian plaid in flow yellow. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it matches. Everything breathes well. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, that's what I run. Some. I got black and high-vis yellow, but also when I, my helmet is kind of a fairly loud. So I think when I get a new helmet, it's going to be a little more tame. Yeah. So I don't, it doesn't clash with all my other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's me. I like, right. I like yeah. looking good. I like high-vis yellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, helmets, I think we should do our uh, standalone episode on. Cause you think we, so? Is there yeah. enough information on it, though? There, yeah, I think there is. We could, we could go pretty deep down that rabbit hole. So uh, gloves is the last one uh, I think that we haven't talked to or talked about. Yeah, absolutely. So gloves, I'm kind of in the same boat as the um, same boat as the pants. I haven't decided whether I prefer replacing twenty dollar gloves twice a season. Or spending $55 on really good fitting to cars that are replaced once a season. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Ooh, I got 100% Airmatic gloves, and I really enjoy them. These guys, yeah. And, uh, yeah, spandexy on top and lots of little breather holes in the palm and stuff, and they've been holding up good so far. 
So I have these Alpen stars here that we just pulled out of my pack when we were talking earlier about it. And they have the, oh, here we go. I'm going to read the name in here, maybe. SMXE gloves. They have the D3O in the, the knuckles. And then other than that, they're just like a super simple glove. And I like them. They got uh, a pretty good, but they size up, size down. Go down a size from whatever you normally wear because they're baggy. And that's what I, I hate them. Oh, uh, they're ba- That's why they're backpack backups. Yeah. I, yeah. I enjoy, I'm torn. I'm with you. Like, I have two pairs of gloves that I bought for like 10 bucks each and they're like super cheap Alpen stars. I don't really like Alpen stars that much. I don't know why I have so much of their <laughs> stuff. I just realized I'm like, wow, all my gloves are Alpen stars and you've got, I don't even you, really like them as a brand. You've got full Alpen star kit too. Uh, Pants, yeah, I jersey? Do. I do. It's Holy also falling apart. It Mr. is. Mr. Alpenstar over I'm not going to give them a shout out on the pants or jersey. Like <laughs> the jersey is shredded and the pants are ripped and I've worn them like three or four times <laughs> and they're just like, they're binned. They're melted. <laughs> they're torn. They don't have pockets. They aren't that stretchy. And Alex is easy on gear. He's not a faller. No. For them to fall apart on me is their, that's, but it's also like the pants are their budget, like their lowest of. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like, so <laughs> I had some cheapo gloves and I really like them because I have the two pair and I just swap between them all the time and they give pretty good feel, but I find that I get more of like a callus on the outside of my hand and yep. where these ones here, these SMXEs, the, that kind of outside meaty part by your wrist of your hand on your palm it's got really good protection there, and I just found that the vibrations from the old, uh, the old shirk, it, non-counterbalanced peasant. Yeah, that uh, they work quite well. Uh, like they were more, if they fit properly, then they, they might be your favorite gloves. They would be my favorite gloves. But I just, you know, when you put them on, your hands are skating around. You're like, oh, this, this is shitty. This is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd rather. I guess that's the other common thing on this with uh, getting in gear and essentials is try it on and go for fit. Yeah, if you can go somewhere, like unfortunately for us, we don't have a store or a shop that has too much gear. No, it's like that. So you've really got to go for a trip to Prince George four hours away or something to actually find yeah. any place that's got any decent selection. Yeah, I used to be going down to Vancouver quite regularly and going to Whole Shot and just like try on a ton of gear and be like, okay, these brands, these are the sizes, take notes. Yeah, then go to Fort Nine and buy them for <laughs> half price. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Whole Shot. I know. I know Fort Nine's just hard to beat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, especially for gear. But yeah, so that's what, that's kind of where I'm I'm at. Yeah. I really like the 100% gloves. I really like the Climb to Car gloves. I'm leaning towards just buying cheap 100% gloves in winter now, I think. Just cuz that might be that might be the answer for me. Yeah. I like nice tight fitting gloves. But gloves essential a must. Yes, gloves are absolutely essential. Whether and not work gloves. Every once in a while you see somebody out there with work gloves and you're oh, like, "Oh, see, you know, you don't I was get gonna... the you don't get the range of motion." See, I was going to plug cross-training Enduro there. He did a video on YouTube about gloves. So I guess I should say when I'm saying work gloves, I mean like the the, full full mitt with the cuff, like the split and firewood gloves. Okay, not like mechanics gloves. No, mechanics gloves I think are great. Like they're basically the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, 
They're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, think that's, uh, yeah, good budget option. No, yeah. I'm like, you know, you put them on and you have the big yellow cuff. Oh, and yeah. You're going to go split some firewood. Don't wear those. Yeah, the like, lumberjack. It's the, like you were saying, you're poor fit. You're skating around in them. You don't have the dexterity. If you're a newbie, just don't do it. No, it's absolutely worth you going somewhere, buying here. Yeah, get some mechanics $10 gloves. $10 mechanics gloves or something at the very least. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the more... Yeah, the main thing is fit. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, I think that mostly covers it. We'll come back to, maybe we'll cover like helmets and goggles yeah. or something afterwards. Because yeah. I've got, I've been shopping super hard for a new helmet and I think this is worth, worth a yeah. topic. Yeah. But yeah, already. Well, this has been a long enough episode, so. Yeah, let's, uh, the old website Instagram plug. Oh yeah, at Hardenduro Hosers. And, and please don't send me anything political. <laughs> I recently got a message and like, I, I don't need it. Sure just, love. Let's keep it enduro. Let's keep it dirt bike yeah. related. Let's argue over tires. Exactly. What are your favorite tires? What's your snack? That's I want I want to see some good snacks. I want some snack. I agree. I'm kind of getting tired of the RX bars and I could use something new. Yeah. And I, like having some time off if you cook your own. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'd ooh. be down for uh, like some an, recipes an for easy recipe. Yeah, because I'm gonna be sitting around on the couch cooking, and yeah. cook up some bars for her uh, Kyle to go trial. Yeah, that's uh. a really good idea. I like that. So yeah, hit us up with some recipes, some go-to bars, some snacks, and uh, yeah, we will voicemail at. You can go to www.hardendurohosers.com and there'll see a little thing on our Anchor FM. Leave a voice message. Let us know there or Instagram. That's kind of Yeah, point. maybe you could be our next favorite caller. Yeah, But absolutely. so far, Harlan is our only Harlan. favorite caller. Harlan, the man. Yes. Yes, that's good. I'm so happy that he did that. And I really wish other people would do that. Mm. It was really a highlight of Yeah, be featured on the day. show. Absolutely. All righty. Well, we will see you guys in the next one.